At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to Rush Hour, ladies and gentlemen. As always, presented by Bed Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us on this Wednesday evening. Tons to get through for the next 60 minutes here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And, well, we're going to help you at least try to make the best betting decisions throughout the board of betting opportunities for tonight. We got game three of the NBA Finals. We've got plenty of baseball action. And you know we're still in the midst of some hockey action, but we got that to look forward to a little bit more so tomorrow. But to help us get all of this underway, Dan Leach, you know him, you love him, always bringing the energy, host of the Detroit City Cast. Pretty much loves betting every dang sport. He will be hopping on in 15 minutes to not only share his thoughts in Game 3 of the NBA Finals, but naturally we'll talk a little bit of baseball with our guy Dan. Uh, and more in basketball, Alex Barutha, 30 minutes from now, assistant NBA editor over at Rotowire. I know he's got plenty of plays he's looking forward to. We'll cover the updated series prices, see if anything is worth a play before we head in to game three tonight end of the show we'll focus a little bit more so on baseball i've got two best bets that i want to uncover for tonight one money line one run in, or no run in the first inning bet i guess i don't want to spoil it as this moment but uh yeah we'll uh get to that toward the end of the program and uh like i said we'll save baseball primarily for a little bit later because i do want to begin with the action for game three tonight setting the stage a little bit and nothing really has altered too much from when we discussed this at the beginning of the week till right now 
Boston opened up as a three and a half point favorite and still at Bat Rivers, Boston remains a three and a half point favorite. Now, the difference here is there's a little bit more juice on the spread toward Golden State, meaning if you're taking the three and a half points with Golden State, you're laying minus 113. If you're laying the three in the hook with Boston, the juice is minus 109. So maybe that is signaling the possibility that at least at Bet Rivers, the next move, if there's any, could go down with the spread at three. I assume you'd see some immediate buyback on Boston. So not sure that actually comes to fruition, but at least that's where the numbers stand as of this moment. For the money line, now minus 154 is where we saw this open at Bet Rivers. I saw it as high as minus 157. But right now we see it minus a buck 50 toward the home favorite in Boston. The Warriors open catching plus 130. Right now they're plus 125. Just looking at this now, I actually just noticed this. I must have missed it before or it's late movement. But uh, this total open at about 212 and a half. We were talking with Nick Whalen yesterday and he's loved the unders in every single game. And when we were discussing it with him yesterday, the number was residing at 212. Now it's actually ticked up to 213 and a half. Slight juice on the under, minus 112, whereas the over is minus 110. So interesting, a little bit of love going toward the over at Bet Rivers as of late. Uh, injury status-wise, I think it was Otto Porter Jr. is questionable. You got Robert Williams looking questionable. And then Gary Payton Jr., who also had a considerable impact in Game 2, which I think is something we're not maybe talking about enough. Him being instilled into that lineup could definitely provide a boost that is much needed on both ends of the floor for Golden State. Look, my mind hasn't changed really at all from the way I'm looking to bet this game, at least in terms of pre-flop or how I'm correlating that in-game. I mean, Boston seems like the popular pick. And I'm not saying in terms of the betting discrepancies with the percentage of bets and handle that you can look at those splits, by the way, at vcin.com. But, you know, just hearing all these conversations from different hosts, different guests, it seems like everybody is on Boston here. And I don't blame them. I wouldn't talk anybody out of uh, betting on this Boston team or laying the points in this situation. I just anecdotally, and I tweeted it out too, have not talked to anybody who is taking the points with Golden State. You subscribe to the zigzag theory and just think the momentum will go back to Boston and that they're the better team in this spot. Yeah, I completely understand that rationale. But let's not forget Golden State's got plenty of scores and guys who have not really shown up consistently, one being Klay Thompson. Jordan Poole even had an off game in game one, then he bounced back in game two. You pretty much figure what you're going to get out of Steph Curry, and then Wiggins has been a pretty reliable player as of this point. So I'm just saying, let's not completely discredit all that Golden State is bringing to the table. But what I'm going to do is assume that Boston at some point will get on a run with the home crowd behind them, with, yes, them having probably the advantage in this game and the lethal three-point shooters that we saw were really present in game one. I'm probably envisioning Boston getting out to some kind of big lead or some big run at some point in this game, and then I'm hoping I can get a better price on Golden State. Maybe you could get them as high as like seven, eight, if it's a really big run, whatever it may be. That's going to be my outlook for backing any side in this game. All right, I'm not looking to do anything with Boston. I'm rooting for Golden State because we're invested in them for the series. We're invested in Steph Curry for finals MVP. So I want them to win, but I don't necessarily want to take the three and a half before this game starts. So I'll wait, have some patience, and see if we get a better number on the Warriors. 
but a bet that I am making in this game is going to revolve around the prop market. Yeah, we're finally getting back into the props in the NBA, and one guy really stood out to me when we were talking about these props with Nick Whalen, and we'll get into a couple other guys, but the one primarily that caught my attention was Jordan Poole. Now, Jordan Poole, we know, had a lackluster performance in game one. He had just nine points, two of seven from the floor, one of five from deep. But that's not really your Jordan Poole type of game that we've been used to seeing throughout these playoffs, especially with just the amount of shots that he took or lack thereof in game one. Because then he bounced back in game two, and that looked more so like the Jordan Poole we've been seeing in the larger sample size of these playoffs. And in game two, he went six of 14 from the floor, made five threes on nine attempts, ended up with 17 points. By the way, he did play Boston one time earlier this season, dropped 29, just throwing that out there. So, you know, he has had these good scoring efforts in two out of three games, I guess he could say, against the Celtics. But let's not forget, I feel like we're quickly just dismissing him and what he can do offensively because of that bad performance in game one. They're making the prop at 12 and a half right now. The over does have some juice at bet, Rivers minus 115. But this is a guy that's averaging 18 points per game this postseason, and he's gone over 12 and a half points in a game in 12 out of 18 games throughout the entirety of the playoffs. Now, even though he had that bad game to begin this series, he still ended up with nine points. It was just four points away from getting over this. And this is with him taking like less than half the amount of shots that he typically does. Now, you may think, well, it's going to be a tougher environment. He's playing on the road. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to subscribe to that too much for Jordan Poole. He's a necessity to come off the bench and produce some scoring. Even if they're trailing, someone's going to have to step up, and he's probably going to get more minutes in that regard anyways. So Jordan Poole is a crucial piece to this team that is Golden State, and we especially know that on the offensive side of the floor. And I think getting him at 12.5 is a bargain. So I played the over 12.5 points for Jordan Poole. And you know what? If I lose this one, so be it. I still think it's a good spot taking a very low points prop with Jordan Poole. I recall it being around like 20 toward the beginning of this postseason. Maybe I'm going crazy, but I could have sworn he was a lot higher once he was cruising game to game. And yes, it's a completely different situation, different matchup, different defense. That is all understood. But you're still getting a guy who offensively can create a lot of space and a lot of opportunities, which hopefully leads to him getting great scoring opportunities and leading to the points and getting over 12 and a half. Look, he's got the best effective field goal percentage he's had in his career through this postseason at 61.7%. That's in comparison to him being at 55% during the regular season, plus a majority of his shots come from deep. So if he's knocking down a couple or even more than that, I'm feeling pretty good about him getting over 12 and a half points. So count me in for Jordan Poole over 12 and a half points tonight for my official play pre-flop for this game, game three of the NBA Finals with Boston and Golden State. There are two other guys that I wanted to discuss. Uh, beginning with Jason Tatum, we discussed this prop with Nick Whalen yesterday. He bet Jason Tatum over 27 and a half going into game two. And look, Jason Tatum obviously didn't play as many minutes as he typically does because it was a blowout. Yet he still managed to get there. So good on Nick Whalen. And Nick Whalen is riding him once again, and I can't blame him. The number's at 27 and a half once again. The over's minus 121 at Bet Rivers. The under is minus 108. Now, Tatum's averaging a little bit over 26 points per game this postseason. He has eclipsed 27 and a half in 11 out of 20 games, but furthermore, five out of nine home games. So he actually was a little bit more effective of a score in the regular season at 53 percent. 
with his effective field goal percentage as opposed to 51.5% in the postseason. But look, a majority of his shot attempts are coming from deep these playoffs, and the Warriors are actually allowing opponents to shoot better from deep in the postseason, 38%, compared to the regular season, 35%. And everybody's expecting him to show out in this game, and he kind of needs to based on him slacking in game one. Game two, they got blown out, and his plus-minus obviously not the best. So wouldn't shock me to see him go over, but you know, I personally am not going to bet this one, but I do have the lean to him going over. And if you want to root for the Celtics and Tatum, yeah, I think that could be a solid approach. Another solid approach I think could be a good angle. And, man, I, you know, I might just throw like a quarter unit on this one, but how about Andrew Wiggins and his three-point field goals made? One and a half is a number. And the under, I've seen it as good as plus 105. Now, he's averaging 1.6 three-pointers on 4.3 attempts this postseason. He's gone over this mark in 8 out of 18 games, but on the road in this postseason, in seven road games, he's only scored two or more three-pointers once, and that's when he knocked down two from beyond the arc at Denver in Game 3. So he's making just 1.1 on four attempts on the road this postseason. Look, I get he's made two in the first two games of this series, but the home and road splits, even in the regular season, were apparent. He was making 42.4% of his three-point attempts at home during the regular season compared to 36% on the road. It's kind of crossed over to the postseason. So, hey, a little bit of a good price, I think, here with Wiggins going under one-and-a-half threes. That's something I would consider as well. But count me in officially for Jordan Poole over 12-and-a-half points, and then we'll hope for that in-game angle to go and back the Golden State Warriors. All right, that's what I got dialed up for game three of the NBA Finals. Let's check in with our guy, Dan Leach. What has he got for his bets for that game and more coming next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussions centered around your local teams, well, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And hey, you got those local perspectives in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast available. You'll get set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. All righty, back in the mix, it is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live in the Windy City. Joining us a little bit north here in Detroit, our guy Dan Leach. You know him, you love him. If you don't, make sure you follow him on Twitter at DanLeach971. I know he's sweating out plenty of bets already. You know, he's uh, got the ponies on in the background. I mean, Dan, is there something you don't bet as at this point? I haven't bet darts in a while, and I haven't bet uh, the WNBA in a while, but that's pretty much it. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll get I, I bet Aussie rugby at like three in the morning the other night. It was a great game in Canberry, so I'll pretty much do it all. 
Well, what about the KBO? Were you someone who got involved in the KBO during the pandemic? And is that something you also bet in? I bet a little, but I mean, that's not as embarrassing as getting involved in marble racing betting. I bet marble racing during the pandemic, and I'll admit it. I'm a total hashtag to Jen. Yeah, I did KBO. I did some Russian three-by-three volleyball betting. I bet on, like, the Russian Air Force. It's obviously pre-Ukraine, so I'm not going to bet Russian stuff anymore. I, I, I found anything I possibly could bet on, including, like, quarter horse racing at Los Alamitos late night in California during the pandemic because – Obviously, need to get something going on, but marble racing is probably the, the stupidest thing I've ever bet on in my life. Dan, what's the over/under for the amount of hours you get to sleep per night? Two and a half. I mean, if I'm in Vegas, it's like it's like 22 minutes. I've gone four days in Vegas, completely sober, by the way, 11 years sober. Uh, I, I've gone four days in Vegas with two hours of sleep before, like two trips ago. Man, love it, Dan. Well, hey, we I'm always a man appreciate on a mission, the energy. I got to spread That's love to the world. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We always appreciate it. And I know you're always killing it with these bets, my man. So we might as well jump into it for tonight. Now, I was, you know, I tweeted it out and I was actually just talking about it at the beginning of the show. And if you look at those betting splits at VEASAN.com, a majority of the bets and the handle are looking to the side of Golden State. But anecdotally, I was saying that I haven't heard or seen anybody I know on the side of Golden State tonight, taking the points or the money line. It seems like you may be thinking in that direction, though, huh? Well, first off, great use of the word anecdotal. Secondly, of course I'm on the Warriors' money line. I got it at plus 132 uh, like a day or so ago. But I'll tell you I'll tell you why. And, I, and there was a hedge in game number two for me. I think the Warriors are going to win this series at six. I've always felt that way. I did not uh, expect the way game one went. I mean, of course, if Golden State didn't play well, it's one thing. But having a double-digit lead and then, you know, having a 40-point, allowing a 40-point quarter by Boston was not in the cards of when I was predicting that game. But after game one, I banged a huge play on the – I didn't take it pre-series because I didn't like the value. But I banged a huge play on the Warriors plus 150 in the series – and I believe tonight, they Boston, as we know, a great team, but they've not been that great at home. And I think that right. the Warriors are going to win game three. Maybe Boston can tie it up and win game four, which would put you know home court advantage kind of back in Boston's court if they win game five. But I really like the Warriors on the money line tonight. I'm, I mean, the, the spread's fine, too. I just took the money line because I think the Golden State's going to win this game. And obviously, I've got that big play on the series bet. And if the Warriors win tonight, that series price is going to go way up. And that's why I took it before game number two. Yeah, I'd love to hear that, Dan. You and I will be sweating out the same side. I didn't bet anything pre-flop, but I'm involved with the series price. I'm involved with Curry Finals MVP. And, you know, I'm waiting to see if I can't get a better number on Golden State in-game. So that's probably going to be sure. my approach. But I like that I got the Dan Leach stamp of approval on the side of Golden State. And you know what, Dan? I think something else. And look, we may be looking back and eating crow at the end of it. But to be honest, and, and I get it, it was in Golden State, but the Warriors, aside from that fourth quarter in game one, have really held control, even if it's been by a little bit, for the entirety of this series, right? Is that another reason maybe you're looking at Golden State, too? Well, l listen, I, I respect the hell out of Boston. Jason Tatum's an incredible player. They've gotten contributions from Smart and Horford, not necessarily game number two. They're obviously there for a reason. They were the, the, clearly the best team throughout the Easter Conference playoffs, even with that last-second shave against Miami. The Warriors are the best team in basketball, and metrically, they've been that way for pretty much the entire season. Clay Thompson was god-awful uh, last time out, but he, he, that's not going to happen again. 
And Steph Curry, as you mentioned, you have futures on him for the MVP. I went Wiggins and Poole because I wanted to bet against Curry. Not that I don't love him, but I, I mean, I'm not going to lay any minus money on an MVP guy. Right. So I stayed away from that. But, but Curry is probably going to win the MVP because I think the Warriors are going to win this series. And when you look, as you mentioned, that fourth quarter in, in game one, aside from that, you see just Golden State is the better team. It's not that Boston isn't good. It's not that Boston can't make this a, a great series go six or seven games. But tonight, by the way, I forgot to mention, I like the 212 when it got down to 212. I lean on the over. It's kind of a, a zigzag theory for me. Game one, I like the over. Game two, I like the under. Game three, I'm going back to the over. I think it's going to be kind of a fancy, free, flowing style tonight. Golden State's going to bang their threes pool, hopefully Thompson and Steph Curry. And I think the Warriors could win this game, and they blew them out last time. They might blow them out again tonight. I don't think it's going to happen, but the Golden State Warriors are the kind of team that can blow out Boston. I don't think the Boston, aside from that crazy last quarter, is a team that can blow out Golden State. Yeah, I'm with you here, Dan. And you mentioned the total. It did go down to 212. And then when you said that, well, you know, it's gone the other way. So you've gotten the good number now because it's up to 213 and a half. That's the sharp side of Dan Leach, folks. <laughs> Dan, uh, not only are you investing in the basketball game tonight, but of course you love betting some baseball. Let's get into some of the action you got on the diamond, starting with the Yankees and the Twins. New York has been a hot team to bet. Looks like that could be the case tonight. They're up to minus a buck 86 against the Twins. This game has a total featuring nine what are we thinking here yeah by the way i know that i'm six i've been on the tigers two days in a row so that was a nice couple wins for me there but that was obviously a more of a crap shoot than anything but i like the matchups against the pirates pirates suck but yeah there's one game on the slate as you mentioned that i really like tonight and i got two different plays on it the, the first play was the over uh with cortez and archer going for the twins and yankees tonight at 740 Easter. I know it's up to nine. Now I got an eight and a half minus 112. Uh, I mean, obviously nine, is, it doesn't really kill you. It's just a push if it gets to nine, but you'd be able to win if you got the eight and a half. So I like the over there, but also I know it's a high number, Danny. And unfortunately it has kind of moved to five in some spots, but I like the Yankees team total. Over four and a half. I got it at minus 114. I know that I'm seeing fives out there at like minus 102, minus 104, something like that. And obviously, once again, five just gives you the push. You're not going to lose. It's not like going from three to three and a half or four to four and a half. But I think the Yankees scored some runs tonight in Minnesota. I think both these teams can score. It's going to be like a six to four type of game, seven to five type of game. Uh, and I think, I mean, I know the Cortez is the greatest five and one, just a one five. ERA, but then the Twins can get some runs for you. The Yankees hopefully five, six, seven runs. So I like the Yankees team total over four and a half and the total in the game over eight and a half. And obviously they're both nine and five in some spots now as well. Hey, I bet your Tigers last night too, buddy. They came through and I'm hoping they could get on a little bit of a hot streak here because they're a team that could see some value. Do you think that could happen sooner rather than later with Detroit? Well, you know, Danny, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. Listen, it's not like I'm telling people to go out there and start believing the Detroit Tigers. I mean, here in Detroit, we are excited about the future, but tons of injuries. Casey Myers, you know, just got put on the 60-day IL. Uh, Javi Baez, I believe, is batting less than like a nickel. Uh, I think he's batting like .50. That's what it seems like, at least. <laughs> but you've got some talent on this team. You got Jonathan Scope. You got Cabrera. You know, you've got you know some people that can make things. Tarek Scope is the reason I like the the uh, Tigers in, in game the first game a couple nights ago. And look what they did to the Twins. They won four or five games against the division-leading Twins. I know they got smoked by the Yankees until that final game where the Tigers probably should have won. They lost 5-4 in 10 innings. Danny, with looking at the schedule and looking at what's going to happen leading up to the All-Star break and leading after, I'm not saying the Tigers will be good enough to maybe get back in the wild-card chase, but they will be undervalued with the odds makers and win some games against some inferior competition. And I definitely think the Tigers will be a play at least a lot on my show and when I come on with you and the various shows on the VC Network. So, yeah, look at the Detroit Tigers is a team that's very undervalued right now and could be some good value with some underdog money. 
All right, Dan, before we get you out of here, we got about 45 seconds remaining. Let's take it to the Great White North. Let's talk some golf. What are we betting for the Lynx this weekend? Yeah, but it's so crazy, Danny. You got all these crazy fields that we never normally would have before and after majors. But it's another solid field. But I'm not going. I'm going to stay away from the Rorys and the Thomases and the guys at the top that are getting ready for the U.S. Open. I got three guys for you. Tony Finau. I got him around 30 to one. I know he's like 25 to one. I think his form is a great spot. Uh, you got Terrell Hatton around 25 to 30 to one. I think this is a great course fit up, up, up there near Toronto. Uh, and then I really like Sebastian Munoz. He's come so close several times this year. Got him at 50 to one. I know he's down to 45 to 47 to one at some places. So I'm rolling with those three guys. And I, I just I think it's going to be someone in that mix in the like the 25 to 50 to one. One of those Varner, Hadwin, Hatton, Finau, obviously Sebastian Munoz type players. I believe one of those guys wins this RBC Canadian Open. Haven't had a Canadian win it, by the way, since 1961. But to see the big fields we have now with this huge PGA schedule, pre-majors, post-majors, it adds some good value. And you got guys like McElroy and Thomas and Smith at the top. Gives you more value on the guys that I like. Boom. There you go. Dan Leach, folks, at DanLeach971 on Twitter. Catch him hosting the Detroit City Cast with several episodes a week. He's betting everything like you just heard. And, Dan, we appreciate it. Best of luck to all your plays, buddy. My honor and pleasure, Danny Baby, the great namesake. <laughs> there you go, folks. Again, at DanLeach971 on Twitter. He's liking the over for the Yankees game. He's liking the Warriors tonight. And then some of those long shots for the Canadian Open. More info on that if you listen to the Detroit CityCast. And, hey, more info on Game 3 of the NBA Finals next on Rush Hour. Alex Barutha hopping up. Shower on VSN, the sports betting network. River Sportsbook is your home for betting on the pivotal Game 3 matchup between Boston and Golden State. And three is the magic number. When you bet on any player's total three-pointers prop bet, you'll get a free bet for every three made in the game. Terms and conditions do apply. Seaside for more details. Bet on the threes in Game 3 and score yourself some free bets. Make your bets at BetRivers.com or on the BetRivers app. All righty, more insight to come here on Rush Hour regarding Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Welcome to the program. I'm Danny Burke, your host. You can follow along on Twitter at DannyBurke5. So like I said, we're getting deeper into Game 3 of the Finals. And to help us get more perspectives, just more insight on it, we're welcoming on Alex Barutha, assistant NBA editor over at RotoWire. You can follow him on Twitter at Alex underscore NBA Rutha. And Alex, we appreciate you making some time tonight. Uh, not much has changed changed with this spread we have seen some late alterations with the total but the spread has remained three and a half in favor of boston they're laying about minus a buck 50 and this total we saw dip down to 212 but now as of late the over is getting some love up to 213 and a half i guess we might as well start with the total at least even if you're not really involved why do you think there's that late resurgence to this game maybe featuring a little bit more points than what was originally thought yeah, I, I would attribute the late resurgence on the over to probably just three-point shooting overall and just the the volume at which these teams are taking threes. Um, that just leads to a ton of variance. And I think in general, uh, if people are thinking there's a lot of variance in a game and it involves three-point shooting, they're more inclined to think, hey, I'm, I'm hoping this goes over or I think it's going to go over, even though these two, te these two teams at heart are more defensive-focused. 
Yeah, and man, I you know, you look at what happened in game one with Boston in that fourth quarter, you're like, yeah, that's kind of an aberration, but they still have lethal weapons. And, you know, some guys who do thrive with that momentum of the home crowd behind their back, and we absolutely know Golden State is capable of making threes left and right. So, yeah, I don't think it'd really surprise anyone to see this total go over that mark. Now, that's in terms of the total, but as we look at the spread, like I said, uh, we have not seen this move off at three and a half little bit of juice more so on taking three in the hook with the Warriors. If you had to go one way or the other, which side do you think you'd lean? Uh, I like the the Warriors spread here. I wouldn't be surprised if Boston came out and won this game just being at home. And I think it is their turn to make the, you know, make the adjustment. If you're thinking of this from a chess moves perspective, the Warriors got free for a lot of open looks, especially for Steph Curry uh, off of setting screens, pick and rolls. Um, and I think Boston's going to come out and make a, a real adjustment to that. Um, and so I think if you're playing the back and forth game, you can't be surprised if Boston wins this one. But the hope, I think, and, and my guess would be that this game ends up closer in the fourth quarter than the first two games have been. And in that case, you know, someone like me, I was backing the Warriors to start the series. I thought they were going to come out, win the series. I don't mind the taking the Warriors plus three and a half. I think they're going to keep the game close. Do you put any thought into maybe looking at this angle of Boston in a first half scenario? Because kind of like what you were saying what a lot of people are expecting that they would respond not only from losing game two but because they have that home court advantage behind their back I know they've been kind of a tricky team to trust at home this postseason but do you think this team would come out on fire to start or maybe not on fire but just enough to give them that slight advantage going into the second half yeah, I think that's a really good call. Uh, the first game at home in the series, I, I think I think they could come out hot. I mean, that's that's very possible with the home crowd behind them. Um, you know, they're one through five. All those guys are capable uh, of catching fire at any given point. Um, and especially since Golden State, Golden, Golden State's a dominant third quarter team. They've been destroying teams in the third quarter. They come out, make great second half adjustments. They, they've done so in this series as well. So I think there's a there's an opportunity for you to take if you uh, for to you to take Boston in the first half, even if you don't necessarily think they're going to win the game overall. Now, you know, collectively as a unit, the Celtics did not look great in game two. And a guy who looked amazing in game one and then did not look good in game two was Al Horford. I feel like there's a big question mark over his head because post game one, we're all chattering about him and the possibility to win finals MVP if the Celtics were to come through and be victorious. But of course, he would have to have a couple more games that we saw reminiscent of game one. If you look at his numbers tonight, his points are at about 11 and a half. You could do the combination, the points, rebounds and assists. And at Bet Rivers, that number is 23 and a half. I mean, Al Horford just goes back and forth and back and forth. Is this a game to where we can expect him padding the stats a little bit more so? Yeah, the scoring can be a little inconsistent. His rebounds and assists are generally uh, they're more steady, but I like him to have a better game here. I think if you kind of look at what's been trending in the series, you know, Robert Williams is not himself. He's been less than 100% for a long time now, basically the entire playoffs, playing only 14 minutes last game. So I think there's a strong chance Horford's going to be the only front court guy out there consistently for the for the Celtics this game. Um, and I think if you're the Celtics overall, you right now they're in a three-point battle with Golden State, which is not a battle I think you want to be in with the Golden State Warriors. I think the key for them at the start of the series should have been hey, we have to force the ball inside. We have the size advantage. We have the athleticism advantage. Um, I don't think they'll necessarily go to Horford like a ton in the post, 
because Golden State maybe looks to switch more. I think you do have to at least feed the ball inside and draw some double teams. So I think they'll look to focus Horford more, get him on track. And he's a veteran too, right? He's someone who I would trust to bounce back from a poor game rather than maybe a younger player. So, Alex, uh, we were talking with your co-worker, Nick Whalen, the other night, and he had this bet going into game two, Jason Tatum over his points prop. He's going back for tonight and 27 and a half, same spot that we saw going into game two. You know, Tatum's been criticized a little bit, at least more so for game one, even though he did score a lot in game two. Obviously, Boston didn't look great. Do you think being back at home because of all that noise that Tatum is due for another explosive game here with the rest of the team following him behind? I think so. I mean, he is, he's been the anchor of the team for the entire postseason, the entire season. I mean, this is just he, he's been dominant for for huge portions of the playoffs. And like you talk about the last game. I mean, Boston lost by 19. He only played 34 minutes, which for a playoff game is, is very low. He'd been over 40 for like five straight games in terms of minutes. He still scored 28 points and 19 shots. That's an excellent game. Main thing right now is he's, he's you know, six of nine from three was fantastic. Last game went one for five in the first game. The, you know, the average is going to be somewhere in the middle there. He's just got to be better from two point range. And I think, I think at home, that is somewhere where I would trust him to, you know, not as many blown layups a little more crisp from 14, 15 feet. Uh, so I, I, I completely understand the over on the, on the 27 and a half points. He's going to, he's the guy who's going to come out and be looking uh, to score and dominate the game for, for the Celtics in this game three. And on the side of Golden State, people are wondering if maybe this can finally be the game to see that with a dude like Klay Thompson. I mean, we've seen Klay Thompson come alive in elimination games or game sixes. You know, we've, we've seen that narrative develop around him. And last game obviously wasn't solid, but they didn't really need him to be. feel like they need to tonight. Can we expect him to have a solid performance? I think so, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're looking at the the points prop for Clay, I mean, I think you know most of the time when I'm looking at points prop, it's just it's usage, it's field goal percent or not field goal percentage, field goal attempts, right? Game one, he took 14 shots, seven of those were threes. Game two, he took 19 shots, eight of those were threes. So if you're looking at someone who's taken, you know, I mean, anywhere from 15 to 20 shots in these games, uh, your your guess is he's he's probably on average going to score 20 points at least in a lot of those contests. So I think he's going to continue to have this high volume of shots and it's just a matter of knocking them down. And so I, if he's going to continue with this volume, yeah, I'll, I'll hit the overs because one of these games he's, he's going to absolutely catch fire. Yeah, 18 and a half is the prop we are seeing right now for his points with some juice to the over, minus 129. And speaking of a little juice, well, Nick, or Nick, excuse me, <laughs> Alex, there is still some juice to the over, or not the over, but the Warriors, to overcome this Boston team in the series. That bet Rivers, at least, with the series price, minus 115. Boston's minus 106. Did you have anything invested before the series? And if you were recommending something to someone out there who has not, how would you look to maybe attack these series prices? We got about 45 seconds left here. Sure. I I, I, I was in on the Warriors to start the series. I felt like their experience overall, the six finals appearances for the core including Steve Kerr going up against a first-year head coach and Ime Udoka will ultimately be uh, the decider here. Yeah, if you're trying to get in on game three, uh, that's always interesting, right? Because this is probably, uh, you know, you, the lines are going to be pretty great from here on out, depending on, you know, if, if, the, if the Celtics win, it's going to be hard to get great Celtics lines, vice versa for the Warriors. 
I, I, I'm still sticking on the Warriors. I think ultimately when a series continues to go far and I expect the series to go at least six games, it will come down to coaching almost above everything else. And I still am leaning on the experience of Steve Kerr down the stretch of a series like this. That's what we like to hear. Alex, appreciate all the analysis and the plays. Best of luck with them tonight and look forward to talking more hoops soon. Of course. Thanks for having me. You got it. Assistant NBA editor over at Rotowire at Alex underscore NBA Rutha on the tweets for more of his content. And if you want more of our content here at VSIN, make sure you sign up for the summer special. Only $39. Get all the best content in the business. Daily best bets. Point spread weekly. It's the full VSIN experience. Only $39. You get it through July 31st. Check it out at VSIN.com slash summer. Final segment coming next. We are talking some baseball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. Want more betting insights to help give you an edge? Well, check out VEASAN's Best Bets podcast where you can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts who are tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks not only in Las Vegas but across the entire country. So go ahead and make sure you download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast at VEASAN.com slash podcast. That is V-S-I-N.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available final segment is upon us here on rush hour i'm danny burke your host at danny burke five you can follow along on twitter at eason live for the vegas stats and information network and hey by the way if you didn't notice or if you just don't know we are broadcasting live out of the bet river sportsbook here in des Plaines, illinois the crowd is already filling up i know we already got some baseball action but of course the anticipation for game three of the nba finals so we gave you my best bet in the first segment for that game but let's give you some more best bets a.k.a. Danny's Dimes when it comes to the sport of baseball. Man, did we suffer a couple bad beats last night. We went one and two with our plays, but looking to avenge those losses and uh, hopefully scrape together a couple of dubs in the dirt. And I want to begin still here in the city of Chicago. The Dodgers remain in town against the Southsiders and Look, that pitching prop, I don't want to get into it, still salty, but uh, if there was a game the White Sox had to win in this series or had the advantage, you figured it was yesterday, and that did happen. Don't think the same's going to happen tonight. The Dodgers opened up as about a minus 165 favorite, and, well, you're seeing them as high right now at Bet Rivers as minus a buck 80. Totals at 8.5, run line for L.A., minus 107. Chicago's plus 150. And even if you want to take the run in the hook with Chicago, you're getting minus 112 in terms of the juice. So, again, the White Sox won 4 nothing last night. But you had Kopech and you had White. Well, now you got Gonsolin taking the bump. Tony Gonsolin has been a popular name around these parts in regards to the NL Cy Young Award. And, by the way, really quick, just to throw it out there, I did take a flyer on Gonsolin at 45-1 to after we talked about it with Mike Palm and some other people. But, yeah, I think Gonsolin's got a really good shot. If you look at his numbers, I mean, he's 6-0 with a 1.59 ERA, a 3.04 FIP, a 6.8% home run-to-fly ball ratio, 
86% left on base percentage, 200 flat with his BABIP, 0.88 whip and a 3.68 Sierra. So obviously those numbers are outstanding for a guy in Gonsolin and he gets a lot of recognition for being in LA and on one of the best teams in baseball. So I think that boosts his possibility for being Cy Young even more so if he can continue it up. And I think he can tonight against this White Sox team that we know is really struggling to hit against righties. I don't need to list all those numbers out there because we did it last night and nothing really changed, all right? Gonsolin, though, you may think, hey, well, maybe all his success is coming at home. But actually, his FIP is better on the road, 2.43. And it's going against, again, a White Sox team that cannot hit righties. They couldn't do it against White last night, who held them scoreless for five innings. What makes you think they're going to be able to do it with a guy in Gonsolin who is a true starter and a guy who's just been rolling this season? Now, on the side of the White Sox, you're also getting a righty out there, and that being the old vet, Johnny Cueto. Now, Cueto came in with the White Sox, had two quality starts at Kansas City, and even at New York against the Bronx Bombers. But then came the next two starts. He had one at guaranteed rate field against the Cubbies. He gave up five earned runs in that game. And then most recently at Toronto, he gave up four earned runs. So nine runs combined after the first two games being very successful for Johnny Cueto. So overall, his numbers, 0-2, 2.92 ERA, 3-1-0 FIP, 4.3% home run to fly ball ratio. So again, good numbers in that regard. Whip, 1.26. That's solid. Uh, Babip, 3.07, maybe a little concerning. And same with his Sierra at 4.11. So, look, you know, Cueto could have an okay start, right? I mean, maybe you get that as the best outing out of him. He's got a lot of familiarity, naturally, against the Dodgers. But Cueto's older. The White Sox can't hit righties. And his last two starts are showing what he probably should be looking like more so. The Dodgers are a team that has had a lot of success against righties, whether it's home or away. And I think they pick up the slack from yesterday offensively. And further along, I mean, the Dodgers' bullpen we know to be very sufficient as of this point. White Sox, not so much. Even if it's a close game, even if the Dodgers are down, you still got a puncher's chance because, well, the White Sox' bullpen is always vulnerable to blowing any type of lead. So earlier in the day, I laid minus 165 with L.A. Talked about it on the Chicago City Cast. Talked about it, or really rather put it into VEASAN Best Bets log page. So that's why we always tell you to check out the City Cast, to subscribe so you get these bets earlier. Because, yeah, this line has moved a tremendous amount up to minus 180. I think if you search around, you could get it like minus 170 or minus 175. Now, usually I say, well, if you don't like that, then bet the run line. But look, we bet the Braves on the run line yesterday. And of course, we fall victim to another game that lands on one when more often than not, it shouldn't happen. It tends to happen when I'm betting it, but that's just uh, how it goes nowadays. But look, the Dodgers should be able to take advantage of Cueto. I'm just saying find some way to get involved in Los Angeles because I think they bounce back and get the dub tonight against the White Sox. So we are on Team Los Angeles. As for my other bet tonight, it's not going to be on a side, but it is going to be on a total, but not for the full game or for the first five. This is going to be in regards to the first inning bet, and we made our first one last week. It came through, and we're hoping that can be the same for tonight. That's going to take us to Cleveland, where the Guardians are hosting the Texas Rangers. Dane Dunning taking the bump for Texas. Dunning has kind of been a perplexing pitcher. I mean, he's 1-3 with an ERA of 411. A FIP of 3.74 and a Sierra of 350. So signs showing that, hey, his record, his ERA, not a true indicator of what his numbers really should be. But he has struggled on the road, and a lot at that. 
491 ERA, 347 WOBA, 396 FIP. The Rangers have actually ended up losing all of his road starts thus far. Plus, he's 0-1 with a 10.29 ERA in two career starts against the Guardians. And at Progressive Field, 0-0, but with a 9-flat ERA in one start at Progressive Field. Doesn't mean it's going to translate to tonight, but maybe a little bit worrisome trusting him in this spot. And just also because Cleveland actually not hitting too bad against righties. 316 WOBA, 109 WRC+. So what I'm kind of getting to here is that I wanted to look to the side of Cleveland because I wanted to fade Dunning. But Cleveland's price is way too high. I mean, they open like minus 160 around there. And, you know, you're still getting them. Now it's minus 175. Now I do think they win this game. And, yeah, I'd gravitate toward that side. But you're paying a premium because they got Shane Bieber out there, who's 3-3 three three with a 3-1-2 ERA, 2.79 FIP, 6.8% home run to fly ball ratio, and a 3.46 Sierra. His ERA at home is high because of one bad outing versus Toronto where he gave up seven earned runs, but his FIP is 1.97, so big difference in that regard. And Texas ain't hitting righties too well. 88 WRC+, plus, 286 WOBA, and the numbers are even worse against righties on the road. Now, if you want some more kind of conviction to back in Cleveland, they got a great bullpen ERA, 3.01, and I think the lowest whip at 1.08. Texas has a fine bullpen, but nothing to write home about. But so I'm looking at this, and I'm going, all right, well, what are the weather conditions? Well, the weather is blowing in at Progressive Field, and you know it to not be a hitters-friendly ballpark necessarily. So the Guardians here, minus 175, yeah, again, a little bit too steep. The total, I made seven personally. It opened seven in a hook and then dropped to seven. So I'm like, all right, well, what's the first five? And then I see that three and a half, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, of course, but still too low for me to want to get involved in the first five innings. So then at Bet Rivers, I took a gander for the first run or the run in the first inning, yes or no, basically, over or under a half. And then the under was minus 112 which considering the full game total is as short as seven, you would think it would be a little bit of a steeper price than that. Every other book had like minus 135 or higher, even some were minus 150 to minus 180, and some books that for some reason have it priced that aggressively, and you can still get it at minus 120. That's probably the highest I would go, but Bieber has surrendered only one run in the first inning throughout 10 starts this season. Dunning has only surrendered runs in the first inning in two out of 11 starts, and they were his first two starts of this 2022 campaign. Now, we talked about Bieber's home run to fly ball ratio because the home runs are typically going to screw you in this mark. He's under 10%. He's at 7%. And we know Dunning is high, so he's at about 15.5%. But it's not a home run friendly ballpark. The wind is blowing in. I'm, ho I'm hoping he can escape this first inning scoreless. So that's what I'm banking on for this game. No run in the first. Texas, Cleveland, minus 112. That's my other baseball bet I got tonight. And really quick, like I said, I did take a flyer on Gonsolin, 45-1 to win NL Cy Young. And a very, very, very small bet on Hayter, 40-1 uh, to one to also win NL Cy Young. I know his scoreless streak just ended last night, but still taking a little bit of a flyer on that. So overall, folks, tonight in baseball, we're going with the Dodgers on the money line. No run in the first between Texas and Cleveland. And for game three of the NBA Finals, we're hoping for a Warriors win or really a good opportunity to live bet them. But our official play goes with the prop, and that's going with Jordan Poole over 12.5 points at the price of minus 115. Best of luck with all your plays. Enjoy the slate of games this evening. We'll be back in action tomorrow for another edition of Rush Hour. And until then, take care, ladies and gentlemen.
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.